welcome back to another episode of Tales from the Cartridge, the video game storytelling podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Eric Penrod. And I am your other co-host, Ryan Bauer. Ryan, we are alive on this beautiful Sunday morning. How are you, and what have you been playing? I'm doing really, really well. Um, this weekend has really been really nice, really relaxing. It's starting to get a little bit warmer outside. The snow is melting. Um, so I'm doing really well. Um, mm-hmm. As far as what I've been playing, um, so I, I didn't touch base on this last time we, we played, is that I finally finished all the Uncharted's, which was a wonderful experience. Oh. Yeah, really wonderful. I, I, I certainly think 4 is... It, 4 was very different than 3, but I really enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm. It focused less on these big set pieces and more on like the, the kind of relationships. Um, and I really enjoyed that, and it really makes me want to play more. And then um, Lost Legacy is also very good. Um, it has some really good character development, and it's just like a really fun... It like gives me hope for more Uncharted now that they've... Well, <laughs> it gives me hope for more Uncharted. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so that's great. Um, I've still been playing some Valheim with our friend Dave, um, which has been fun. We've, we finally got a decent-sized base. And, like, as soon as we finished the base, we got attacked by just an army of dwarves that just murdered us both and started breaking our stuff. But it's fine. Everything is fine. Um, And then after our Ratchet & Clank episode, I was like, man, I really kind of want to play some Ratchet & Clank. So I I went on the PlayStation Store and I was trying to find the most recent one. And should have done more research. They released a 2016 reboot of the game that we played for our Tales from the Cartridge episode. It's the same story, but, but different. And it uses, like instead of cut scenes it uses like move like movie footage from the bad movie um and like throws <laughs> it in and it's 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 it visually looks really good the ratchet mm. is just completely different like a different character entirely in a positive way but also it makes their dynamic less interesting like there there's no mm-hmm. arguing there's no back and forth they both are on the same page and want the same things so that that kind of pulls oh. away from that interesting piece um but it's still fun yeah. it's still a fun time and I, i'm i'm now wondering if the new game that's coming out is is an extension of this instead of that those 14 other games um so yes because this this is considered a reboot i believe and even in game they said like they they made jokes about the fact that it's a reboot um so it'll be interesting to see but it's it's fun it's it's the same the gameplay is really fun it's kind of slower than i remember Mm -hmm. the games being but again i played them when i was younger um but yeah so if if you're if you enjoyed that ratchet and clanks if you if that sounded fun check it out i think i think it was like maybe $20? Was it that much? It's, oh, okay. Yeah, it, it's, but it's fun. It's a fun time. It, it'll get you in there. The characters are all really different. The story is really different. Um, Ratchet is, wants to join like this group of rangers of, that Quarka leads with a bunch of other people. And it's, it's very different, but it's, 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 it's wow. been fun. And there's like a different villain along with the other villain. It's, it's a whole thing, but um, interesting. I might have to pick it up. I might have to try it. For yeah, twenty dollars, especially. Give it a try. It starts off yeah. super slow, um, so keep that in mind. And it's it's really easy. It's it's like even on the hardest setting, I think it was easier than the the base <laughs> setting of the first Ratchet and Clank. Um, so just keep that in mind. It's 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 pretty easy. It's pretty accessible. Um, but it's it's still fun. The leveling up guns is fun. The collecting bolts is fun. Um, it doesn't have as much meat on it as I think some of the, like, the I think the most recent one is 2014 after this mm-hmm. one, but um, it's still a good time. If you're interested in checking it out and giving a feel for it, it's 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 pretty short and pretty fun. Uh, but yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's that's what I've been playing. How are you? What have you been playing? 
Well, for, before I jump in, I have a few, a few questions. If that's oh, okay, please, if please, please, please. I always, I always, I always do that without, without giving you a chance. To no, you're good. <laughs> you're totally good. I, I'm curious. So out of all the Uncharted, which one was, is your, the, the best for you? Which one did you enjoy the most? You think, I think. If you could pick one. Yeah, I think, I think it, I think it, it honestly goes in order of when they came out. I think four is my favorite. Yeah. Three is like. Of the first three games, three capitalizes on all of those pieces so much. Has the best set pieces, I think. Has the best action sequences, I think. And it has the most emotional kind of connection until four, which four yeah. was just just hit so well. And in there are certainly parts where it's a little clunky, but it, it was really wonderful. And, and um, I, I, I played them all with my partner because she'd never heard of Uncharted before, and like we just it was a really wonderful experience. Um, and the end just lands so well and is so emotional and yeah. exciting and it's very good. Um, and, and like we talked yeah. about those relationships, that relationship between Nate and Elena is so interesting um, and changes so much and it, it feels like such a, a real experience between two individuals, which is really cool. It's really cool. I think I would totally agree with you too because like, um, when, I, when I think of Uncharted 1, it's just a very good game. Uncharted 2 is very nostalgic for me. Mm-hmm. Uncharted 3 has that emotional depth and then four has kind of like everything. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. all packaged into one. So it's like all like individual components as you get up to four, and four has everything. Yeah. And I haven't played Lost Legacy yet, so it's I'm very actually, good. I still need to do that. I think setting mm-hmm. wise, I enjoyed the setting of Lost Legacy more than I enjoyed the setting of Uncharted Four, just because the 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 theme, the themes and the characters were really good, but the the where you were wasn't as interesting to me as four. And the relationship with Chloe and Nadine is so interesting and so cool. And then they throw a third character in there at the end. That's so fun and so great and, uh-huh. and just adds such a cool dynamic. Um, and Chloe's just a really great character um, who feels much more fully formed in this versus in 2. She, like, when they first, she, in this game, she identifies as Indian, Indian, um, Indian Australian is her, is her background. And, and they remodeled her so that, that is represented in her model in a really cool and interesting way. So it's like these two women of color just taking on, um, this really cool adventure that's really fun. A bad group of white dudes. Yeah, no, I mean, no. You're actually, they're <laughs> yeah, taking I mean, right, on. Yeah. They're taking on. They're taking on a bunch of. Uh, they're taking on a, a group of Indian rebels. Um, so there are the the only the only white dude featured is that third wheel who jumps in at the end. That's really interesting. Oh, he's a white dude. Okay, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might have to play. I, it's I very good. Play that. I, just, I just didn't want to. I don't know why. I, just, I wasn't feeling it in the moment. But I think if I. The more we probably go through the Uncharted games together in this, and then I will play them. I've been wanting to, to play them again since you brought it up, so yeah. um, I might have to do it. It's, it's been God of War and Uncharted that I've really been wanting to play again, mm-hmm. so I might have to jump back into those. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then my second question for you was... Yeah. Um, it was related to Ratchet and Clank, but now I can't remember what it was. Was it related to Ratchet's change of character? No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I, um, no I, I forgot it. Okay. No, I'll come back to it if I think of it. Okay. Um, I just, it sounds really interesting. So I just, it, I guess it's kind of confusing how all the rebooty stuff has been put into place and what is what. So yeah, it's, I just don't play Rift in time. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, you probably would be okay. Um, I don't think you'll miss much. I think they'll, this Rift in time feels like another reboot because this game came out in 2016. So it's been five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's been five years. So this, yeah. this I think is going to feel like they're going to, they're going to fill in all that backstory and hopefully these characters will feel interesting and new in the same way as they they did in some of the later Ratchet and Clanks where they were really developed interesting characters. At least that's how I remember. Yeah. Again, it's been a really long time. Where in the 2016 reboot, they're kind of like, they're both the same character. They're both like these idealistic, wide-eyed, want-to-save-the-world types. 
um, without any more depth to it other than that. Um, right. Hopefully they can Oh, my, my question was, is it all the same weapons in the game? No. No. So it's games. So there are some similar weapons, but there's other weapons that are pulled from the rest of the series. Interesting. So like wow. you have some weapons that are the same, some weapons that are different. The mechanics of this are different as well, where your weapons upgrade in a way that's more similar to the older games. And another piece that's from the older games is when you upgrade a weapon, it upgrades as you use it, and then there's like these skill trees that each weapon has that you fill in oh. with rare titanium, um, and those also improve the weapons that were not in the original, but were present in the older like the 2014 Ratchet and Clank game. The, so that, that okay. mechanical depth is there. The story depth feels... And, and they kind of... Like, they cut out some of the more crass jokes. Um, there's, like, when you run into the plumber for the first time, he doesn't have a crack, and there's no joke made about it. Like, um, like they've, they've, like... It, they almost kind of made it more accessible for a younger audience in a way that the yeah. original game certainly was but at the same time wasn't there was a lot of like like the next the next game in the ratchet and clank series is i think called ratchet and clank quest for booty right like it's that's the name of the next game right it's a very different tone than than this kind of child's um kind of pixar-esque is their goal i think they're a dreamworks-esque reboot yeah it makes total sense too because now kids i'm sure would have a hard time getting those old games that mm-hmm have not been re-released yeah. on the PlayStation Store, as far as I know. Yeah. So, yeah, why not just reboot it for a younger audience and try to get in that demographic? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. That makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, sorry. Thanks for all the questions. No, it's sorry. okay. Thanks, That's all right. <laughs> no, of course. Um, yeah, how are you? What have you been playing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm really tired. My dog threw up this morning, and since then, oh, I'm no. not. <laughs> but he's good. He, he he's ate okay. a toothpick. I don't know why he thinks uh, eating plastic is a good idea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but as for what I'm playing, uh, we've, we talked a little bit ago. So my, uh, we recorded a Ratchet Clank episode three or four three days, four ago. days ago. Three four days ago, yeah. Yeah, so nothing much has really changed. I tried the um, Guilty Gear Strive beta for the fighting game. Uh, the servers are down when I first downloaded it, so they've actually extended the beta, which is nice. I've played a few characters. I'm just garbage at fighting games. I really want to be somewhat decent at it, so I'm motivated. I've lost all my online matches. <laughs> <laughs> Which was heartbreaking, because uh, I was I was close a few times. Uh, I just, I need to learn to, I have like this, like I feel like I have this inner um, competitive side that I just really don't like about myself, and sometimes it just comes out in the worst way, and usually it's fighting games. I just get very, uh, very into it. You know, it's just a thing. So, so yeah, the, the beta is great though. It's a really fun fighting game. If you like fighting games, I highly recommend it. It's it's a good time. Um, besides that, that's basically been it. I've been kind of just chilling and doing my own thing. And um, but I'm hoping to kind of I'm trying to figure out what I want to get back into. Um, there's also Apex, which is always happening in the background of things. It's just I I, I get in these moods where it's kind of like um, I need something very. Uh, easy quick to play like apex legends like a guilty gear strive where it's like these quick matches you're done you kind of get your your fill and you're good and then once i'm done with that i get that itch for like i need a story i need something to dive into i need something to really kind of just take me away for a while and then once that's over i get i switch right back to the short story the short you know games that are just done really quickly and it's just like a you know it just changes every time so i'm getting back into the i need a story kind of mode and i'm thinking it's god of war i've really been craving the new 2018 god of war again i've, I've been really wanting it so yeah we'll see because <laughs> it just came out the the new 4k update and i and that's where i thought of it i was like man that would be so beautiful like just to see that and just yeah so and then again there's ratchet and clank so i would actually <laughs> really want to 
So we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, mean, I might just wait for Rift in time. I don't know. We'll see. I have to look at and and decide. But yeah, so that's what that's what's happening with me on my <laughs> neck of woods. Nothing much, nothing crazy really. But <laughs> um, but story goers, we hope you're doing well, and we hope everything is going good for you. And as always, when we are doing these episodes, if you want to send us your thoughts, feelings, and perspectives, we would happily read those on our show. You could comment or DM us on Twitter and Instagram on our posts or in our DMs. And you can also email us at talesfromthecartridge at gmail.com. All of the E's are threes. Before we get into our DLC number five? I think it might be yeah. five. Yeah. DLC five episode. We have an exciting initiative. I'm calling it an initiative. I think it sounds, it sounds a little bit too much, but I'm going to call it that anyway. Yeah, initiative for the podcast. I'm, I'm so excited. excited for this. Yeah, this is going to be, yeah, this yeah. is really exciting. Yeah. It's so cool. So, uh, so we had this idea. You know, we, we've been getting some comments here and there. Uh, we would love to get more comments because uh, we really want to get more perspectives on the show. I think that's what makes the show so much more fun. It's great to listen to us, I'm sure. We have beautiful voices <laughs> and, are, you know, such great things to talk about, whatever. Uh, but it's it's kind of breaking down other people's perspectives and seeing where they're coming from. I think that really makes the show, like, even better. So, but sometimes it's hard. It's hard to have, it's hard to have that motivation on a, to to write something to us or to you know leave a, a message and, I, and we get that i'm the same way too i sometimes just don't want to do anything i, I think about something to myself i'm like all right and i just move on i don't leave a comment and so who you know who cares so here's the idea that we have uh my beautiful girlfriend bought me uh tales in the cartridge stickers it's our logo for christmas last year and they turned out amazing yeah, like, they so blew good. my mind how good they were um so we actually ended up buying even more because there was a deal going on. So we have a lot of stickers. And the idea is, and they look really great. Actually, we put some on our water bottle, water bottles, uh, and um, it looks great. Like, it looks so good. It's not too big, it's not too pop. small. Yeah, it really yeah, just pops it out pops. there. It looks great. Mm-hmm. Very good. We, yeah. have a great, we have a great logo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. <laughs> but yeah, so the idea is that if you write in, to us in a comment, you can, again, comment on our post, DM us, or... Uh, send us an email about your thoughts, feelings, and perspectives about any of the games we've covered or the games we will be covering that we can uh, talk about and break down and, and see where you're coming from and discuss. We would be happy to send you a sticker in return and maybe like a signed little note from us too. We would, you know, I don't think our signatures are worth anything, but it's just a sign of like, we really appreciate the fact that you took time to, to do this and we want to take some time to show some appreciation to you. So and I will say, if you're worried about us having your address, don't be. I can't even send out my own mail on time, let alone <laughs> try to send you something. <laughs> like, we're going to send you a sticker, but don't ever think we're going to try to send you anything else. There's just absolutely no way I would have the coordination to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so don't worry. <laughs> Literally, I'll send out the sticker and totally forget your address and never, you know, I'll never send you anything again. So, um, so if you are interested in sending us a comment and, and trusting us with your uh address to send a sticker to you we would love to do that it'd be really cool we'll post a picture on instagram or in twitter to show you and and to announce the initiative and um i will say uh is we've you know we live in a place in maine where i i feel like stickers are really i feel i feel like i see them everywhere now yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh, people post but put stickers everywhere on everything we have a, a local coffee uh chain here called roma joe's and roma joe's always has stickers on there like order windows and stuff and uh even at starbucks and things like that so um i'm not gonna i'm not gonna you know name names but a human 
that sounds a lot like me, probably looks like me too, a lot, may or may not have a, a, a lot of these Tales from the Cartridge stickers somehow, uh, went to Aroma Joe's the other day, and <laughs> at one of the order windows <laughs> was a sticker, and it said, I forget what it exactly it said, uh, but it said um, something along the lines for uh, like save a life, or save something, or donate to this. It was something very charitable, I think. It was something very... And this person was like, uh, I should leave a sticker there. You know, that's what they thought. So uh, this person, who may or may not be uh, me, uh, took a sticker. And as I was driving up to the window, I quickly stuck the sticker on to the side of this ordering window. And what I didn't realize is that I actually stuck it on right over the one oh, sticker. No. So <laughs> I completely covered one sticker. Oh, no. The lone sticker. Yeah. There was edges. There was clean edges oh, on either no. side of this thing. And the sticker went right on top of the other one like a horrible person. And... <laughs> well, if we find them, if we find them, we'll have to we'll have to do something about this. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to do something. We'll have to rectify it. But yeah, uh, so I'm not saying you should go out and stick all these stickers everywhere, but they do look good. Is my point? They do look, they look very good. They look, they look good on walls. They look good on signs. They look good on water bottles. They look good on your Water-bottle. dog. They look good on Laptops. everything. Yeah, foreheads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They so, yeah. Really anyway, good. long. Long story short, if you are interested in getting one of these stickers, we'll post a picture on Instagram and Twitter, but if you are interested uh, in getting one, we would be happy to send one to you, but we really want your thoughts, feelings, and perspectives too, because that's what makes us enjoy doing this uh, yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. So, but, so yeah, that's our sticker initiative. I, I just want to keep calling it the sticker initiative. It's a good, it's a good name, talk about sticker it. initiative. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to put on some cool sunglasses every time I say it. Sticker <laughs> You know? <laughs> All right, but enough of that. Today, Ryan, yes. our DLC episode number five is talking about the worst mm-hmm. settings, locations, in video games. We've been very adamant about all the best things. We always talk about the best, greatest things, things that make us happy, the things that we really relate to. But we haven't really talked about anything that's been like the worst. And I don't think it has to be necessarily thought of as a negative thing. It's that these are just fun things to talk about how like these would just be places that we never would ever want to live in ever yeah <laughs> sometimes really terrible places make great stories uh. <laughs> you, who would have thought right <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 who would have thought yeah so so we came up with a list of of video game locations that we thought man uh th- this is a great idea this is a great place to kind of have a video game and we would never ever want to live there let alone visit as i can't kind of think the idea we have going on here yeah uh, did you have an easy time putting your list together right um, some of them came pretty easy and some of them were, were a little harder. Um, I, I tried to, I wanted to find, um, some that were bad because you wouldn't want to exist there. Just existing there would be bad, bad because mm-hmm. like you wouldn't be able to survive there bad because of the things that are going on. And then so, and I picked one that was like from a narrative perspective or from a gameplay perspective, it's just really bad. Um, and then, but, but, um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about them all, but yeah, it, some of them were easier than others. Um, but it's surprising yeah. how many really good games with very good stories um, have such like terrifying and terrible settings. And I think like settings that are hard to exist in make for good drama um, and make for good stories. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who would have thought too that like you know if you had a setting in a very peaceful location, how boring it could be. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. right, but, then, right, right. but then again, you know, I, I guess I guess a lot of locations have some pretty negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, things to them, but I feel like there's a lot of locations too that just are are very quaint and very mm-hmm. peaceful in, in in the idea of them, and it seems very nice. Whereas others are just like literally a hell on earth. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. that's kind of my perspective. Is like which was the absolute worst places 
I would never want to live in, no matter what circumstances. Um, so we have honorable mentions. We both picked out two honorable mentions, mm-hmm. and then three of our top picks. Yeah. Um, so we'll start with honorable mentions. Ryan, do you want to take us on our first honorable mention? Sure. So the first honorable mention is City 17 from the Half-Life 2 Part 1, Part 2. All of uh, after, after the original Half-Life, Half-Life 2 is City 17. It's a, a city in um, Eastern Europe that has been... Um, taken over effectively when you first boot into half-life 2 you learn that there are aliens the combine control the world in in this really kind of dystopian orwellian way where you cannot go anywhere without um uh you cannot go anywhere without a guard you're only allowed to have certain information and certain foods everything is really strictly taken care of um and very few people get to do much of anything it's actually very similar to the experience in the in the last of us when you like first run into that city everything is on lockdown at all times martial law you have no say no control just sounds like a really terrible place and then on top of that there are like these aliens um, head crabs and other really terrifying aliens that are try- actively trying to, you know, eat your brain um, and kill you. So, th- hate yeah, the combination of those two <laughs> things just seemed pretty miserable um, and not like a great time. And if we don't have Gordon Freeman to save us, then we just have to live, and that sounds terrible. Yeah, and can you imagine having Gordon Ramsay there? It's like, calm down, dude. Thumb cooking all the time. Yeah. Trying to survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, that's bad. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's my first honorable mention is is City Seventeen. It's 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 an interesting. It's very similar to where we live, like not Maine, but like the world. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but it has some things to it that are really really miserable, and and there are some probably real world analogies to City Seventeen. But yeah, it, you could exist yeah, there. Yeah. Like you you could survive. There's enough food. There's 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 jobs. You could exist, but it's just pretty miserable. There's not like a lot of like spaceships up in the sky too yeah yeah a lot of like yeah yeah and it's just kind of run down i i haven't never I, we talked about this before i never played the half-life series i still haven't played black mace yet because i'm all a full person it's okay. but uh I, i've seen a lot of screenshots and things from like uh half-life alex and kind of the way the world looks in there it's very like you said like, kind of very normal but just a lot of like militarized alien, aliens it looks like walking yeah. around mm-hmm. and then giant spaceships up in the sky that's a little threatening yeah that would kind of suck yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Unless you like that kind of thing, then it sounds pretty cool. The Combine <laughs> really like it. The Combine really like it. I mean, yeah, yeah. And the Crab Heads sound awful. I don't yeah. ever want to be talked to by... No. I mean, unless they're nice. They don't sound nice, though. <laughs> no, seem, no, no, they're not. You want your brain, so I feel like I can't be a very nice person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's my first animal wrenching. Um, Eric, would you like to dive into yours? Yes, I would. So uh, for my honorable mentions, I was kind of thinking in terms of like... What would be literally the perfect place, mm-hmm. but just one tiny little aspect ruins the whole thing? That's the, the kind of where I came from with my honorable mention. So, for my first one, I picked uh, Termina from Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. I know what you're thinking, Story Goers. If you've listened to all of our episodes so far, you're probably gagging because I always talk about Zelda somehow, some way, and I apologize. I, I, it's gotten a little too far. I, I whatever. Does it, I, but I still think I'm justified in, in how I feel in this. So the reason why I picked this as an honorable mention is because like Termina literally is perfect. It has every single type of like land. It has like the foresty swamp areas. It has an ocean. It has the mountains. It has the deserts. It has a nice beautiful town in the middle. Like it's just perfect. It has everything you'd ever want in a location. It's great. What's the one glooming giant negative staring down at you at all times? 
the moon. The moon's gonna crash <laughs> in three days. And that kind of really puts a huge bummer <laughs> on kind of trying to enjoy a place like that. Because I feel like if I was there and I had three days to live and I wasn't this uh, hero with the ability to go back in time every three days, I just didn't know that was a thing. I think I'd be very stressed to enjoy my time in those three days, and it would kind of just get ruined at that point. And then you die uh, when a moon crashes on you, and that's a huge bummer in itself. So, as much as I want to love Termina, I think that, that giant moon just staring down at you the way it does would really put a damper on some things. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that would be me. <laughs> I just can't imagine going into the ocean and, and hanging out in the ocean and looking up and seeing a giant moon stare down. It's just that kind of constant reminder that, hey, Things are not going to end well here, yeah. <laughs> so enjoy. You know, try to enjoy yourself while you can, but it's just not going to work out the way you want it to. <laughs> Ryan, do you think you you can enjoy yourself in a beautiful place if there's a giant moon staring down at you? No, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. Like you go for a nice hike and just like taking some deep breaths and enjoying the outdoors, and then you look up and see this like really, really menacing face that would just kind of <laughs> put a damper on not anything. And I feel like like the world would end up being like just in pure chaos. Like oh, yeah. if I'm remembering correctly, like. There's no one running around, like, breaking in and robbing or or murdering each other because there's only three days left. And you know what I mean? There's not... The world hasn't broken into complete chaos. Um, right. I feel someone like does it, get something stolen from them. Oh, okay. The okay. At, at the end of, like... I think it's the first night. End of the first night. An old lady carrying a bomb of bags, which... Or, I'm sorry. A bag of bombs. Jeez. Uh, gets them stolen. And then if you... You can either cut the bags out of this guy's hands, or you can blow him up by shooting an arrow at him. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, it's been a little bit of chaos. And then the same thief actually steals other people's things, too. It's a whole thing. Uh, to mm. get a mask back, he steals like a mask and puts it in this very elaborate dungeon. Uh, mm. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But the point is that, yeah, there's a little <laughs> bit of disarray, but generally people are pretty okay. They yeah. continue to work and do their things, and yeah. I yeah. feel like I wouldn't go to work. I feel like if there's... If you know that in yeah. three... I, what am I going to work for? What, what, what I am I going to work for? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can kick me out of my home. Fine. I'm not. But in three days, it's not going to matter. Um, you, so yeah. maybe some of that would be a little bit liberating up until it wasn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once you feel that push come down on you, then it's like okay, maybe maybe I should yeah. have done something more with my time here. You get, I mean, there's a milk bar you can get like. Uh, you know, feeling pretty good at apparently is that you know, wink, wink, special milk they have in the back. Like <laughs> <Right. laughs> she, she felt a little bit weird, but uh, yeah. um, <laughs> I never understood that. I don't know if you remember that in the game. No, I don't remember name. that at all. Uh, one of the one of the ranch owners in the game. Uh, there's a milk bar in town. You can only get in with a special mask you wear. It's like a milk mask. Uh, and he's just like drunk on day three. I, I'm pretty sure he's like at the bar. He's like hiccuping and he's like all out of sorts and. I feel his name is Gorman, but I feel like I, I can't remember his exact name now. But um, but yeah, anyway, that's not. I don't know why I'm talking about this. The point is that yeah, the moon's a huge damper, and yeah. uh, and it's just not worth it. So yeah. well, once Link saves the day, Termina is the perfect vacation spot for anyone who needs to go do anything. Right. Um, highly recommend it. Okay. So. Yeah. So, Ryan, that was my first. What about your second honorable mention? So, my second honorable mention is a little bit... Um, it's a place that has existed. I picked all of medieval Europe um, from Crusader history <laughs> um, as the setting because we do know people did exist there. Um, but, like, it wasn't great. Um, everyone's poor. They're, they're dying of the plague or some other kind of diseases. And if you're not poor, you're very, very rich. And you're constantly mm. worried about when you die, all your kids taking your lands. So you have to kill kids your own children yep. and, and kill other people's families. And it's just very stressful. And there's a so lot of never change. No, no, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and there's just a lot of pressure to exist. And, and like, no electricity. Um, everyone oh. is still going to the bathroom in chamber pots. And no one smells great. Um, it's it's it, And the reason it's my honorable mention is it's a place that people lived for thousands of years. I mean, not in medieval Europe, but in that way. They lived for a very long time. And they I'm sure there was a person or two who was happy about it. But it, it just sounds like, like I, I don't want to go there. I don't want to live there. Mm. Um, there are some beautiful parts of it. Like going to see these beautiful mountains and beautiful cities, but it's all undertoned with the fact that everyone smells and is going to the bathroom in 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 in, in pots in their house, and then they just throw them out in the street, and it's just not not a good time. Um, so yeah, that was I don't my understand that. yeah yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, is like the Romans had plumbing, the plumbing was there; they just didn't use it. You mean- just you like, just you think you think things through a little bit more, like you you know you think after you threw your chamber pot out the window, not through the, not through the whole <laughs> pot, but through what's in the pot out the window. Yeah. You go outside and you see the contents on the side of the street, and you think, hmm, maybe this isn't the best idea I've ever had in my life. <laughs> yeah, but, I don't know. It doesn't take a rocket scientist scientist no. uh, to figure this out. I think, but man, yeah. man, oh my, yeah, I I would hate to be. Mm-hmm. In medieval Europe, I would yeah. hate it. Yeah, and nothing against the Europeans or anything like that that are listening. We, we love we you. You've you. got it. You got it sorted you. out. You've taught us yeah. the, your ways. <laughs> we were one of you yeah. once. Yeah. You know, we, we yeah we, yeah. Through all the all the crap you've thrown out your windows, you've taught us to <laughs> yeah. be better. You've taught everyone to be better. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, We've yeah. learned from our mistakes. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. For sure. But yeah. And, and Thank God for plungers, too. <laughs> Thank I don't goodness. Know why you know that. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the inventions that we've had to help make plumbing and using the bathroom so much better is... That's the biggest thing, is the bathroom thing. But there, I'm sure there are other bad reasons for living there. It's just, like, oh, super... Yeah. Uh, just... There are some people who have all the money and all the land, and then everybody else has no money and no land, and that's just it. Right. And that is how the world is now, that's but it's familiar. but it's more thinly veiled. <laughs> it's more thinly veiled yeah. than it was back then. They weren't living in big castles. Well, well <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> it sounds like we haven't really gone very far. Yeah. In, in <laughs> we just got plumbing, I guess. Is what it sounds like. Really, yeah, we just have plumbing and electricity. Although, like Texas doesn't, so they're even in like a worse Oof. spot. Yeah, yeah, it's a little rough right yeah, now. If, I mean, in all seriousness, right yeah, now, it's you, too yeah. proud up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if people, anyone listening in Texas right now, I, I hope we all hope you're, yeah. you're doing well and, and things are going okay. It's yeah, I mean, Mother Nature is a, a jerk. Sometimes. Yeah, and uh, like an a a um, unregulated electric system, also a jerk. Yeah, yeah. also a jerk. I've seen I've seen a few things <laughs> on uh, people's bills. Like someone had a five thousand yeah. dollar bill, which is like, come on, like. I don't know. Yeah, it's Money because is, is yeah, it's the... it's they have surges there, similar to like a Uber. Yeah, yeah, it's wild time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's crazy. It's unbelievable what people will do to exploit someone else in need. So yeah. actually, just watched it. So it's actually ironic. I watched an episode of uh, The Twilight Zone this morning. Fantastic show. Mm. So good. And the the premise was these thieves, and they're trying to get back to civilization, and they're running out of water, and only one has water, and they both have gold bars. So for every drink, is, it costs this person a gold bar, until they both end up dying. And these these people find them. And it's like, oh, they have gold. Like, gold isn't even worth anything because spoilers. It takes place in the future. And no one realized it. Mm-hmm. And gold's worth nothing, you know. And so they like they laugh at these people and they drive away because they died for nothing. Yeah. It just yeah, money's just a construct and it's stupid. It's all made up. All made up things. <laughs> it's all made up. All made up. Yeah. yeah. I would, I agree though. Medieval, medieval anything sounds just atrocious i don't even want to columbus you're awful i don't know if you're considered medieval but you're pretty evil you know yeah what I'm <laughs> yeah you're pretty just, awful just terrible just terrible folks they like that yeah folks. yeah just bad times for all bad times for all yeah and it, incest 
Yikes. It was a big thing, especially, again, if thing. you had money and dollars, you want to keep everything in the family. Um, yeah. I, and why would you even care at that point? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, why? Yeah, who knows? You know? Who knows? I don't know. We're not pharaohs. We're not, we're not burying ourselves with our riches. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going on a tangent here. This coffee's really hitting me in a weird way. Tandem, good. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, that was my other honorable mention is is medieval Europe, as in seen in Crusader Kings three. Eric, tell me about your honorable mention. Your your next one. Okay, so for my uh, so actually these are our last ones. Right? These, we only did two honorable mentions. So for my second one, again, I had the idea like, what would be a, a beautiful place, but one little bitty thing kind of just ruins the whole thing. Uh, and that idea is Columbia from Bioshock Infinite. And just the idea of living in these beautiful, you know, floating pieces of land up in the sky. You're up in the clouds. The, the sky's right there. There's all these different locations. And, you know, you know, it was really planned out well. And it's beautiful. Just that little problem that the idea that you can just fall down and die at any point. You know, you just never know what could happen. Uh, the idea that these, these, you know, turbines or whatever keeps the city afloat because I haven't played this game in a long time. Uh, just ends up failing and you fall down. That's a huge, huge bummer. And the idea also of riding on these rails connected to each part of the city with the sky, sky hook, I think is what they're called. Um, the, the hand, the devices to grind, to grind on the rails. Um, I, I would miss, I'm not hand-eye coordinated. I'm not going to jump off this ledge and try to hook onto this thing. I'm going to die. I'm going to fall right down. You know I'm, no one's going to help me. I'm going to fall. No one's ever, what happened to Eric? Oh, he tried to ride a rail and he fell. You know, like, yeah. no one's going to do well in this. I'm not Tony Hawk. I can't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, grinding on rails made me think of Tony Hawk. I don't know. You, you get yeah, that's, I can get the connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The hand-eye coordination is just not there, and, and so I just I survival of the fittest would really people would be falling all the time, and I think then like it would kind of like snowball into this like betting and who would fall next and gambling out of control, and you know then we fall out of this guy. I don't know, it's it's a whole thing. Mm. So yeah, Columbia, I think a great place, really cool idea. Um, I mean, same in the way with Rapture too. I think is uh, you know it's great, but. Uh, the impending doom of the water kind of crushing in there is a little mm. scary. And how do you get out of that? No one knows. <laughs> so they didn't. I don't, they didn't. They did. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Ryan, would you live in a city in the sky? No, I don't think I would. <laughs> I, I don't really like. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a heights person. Like climbing to the top of a lighthouse makes me anxious. So no, mm. I don't. I don't think. I don't think I would. I don't think I could do it. I think I'd feel too anxious all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I just can't imagine enjoying that. I mean, I think the idea of it is, is fantastic, but the implementation of it is just atrocious. Yeah. And it, yeah. It is, it's a, it is a thing for sure. I mean, yeah. So, so yeah, those are our honorable mentions. So now we're going to jump in our top three picks of the literal worst settings in games for us. And uh, Ryan, did you kind of base it more on games you've played or just games you know of in general or both? Um, bit of, I mean, I've played all of these games. Um, so yeah. they're all games that I've played before. So because I think the reason I did that is because I think I understand the setting at least somewhat for those. Um, yep. So that made the most sense for me. Some of these games, though, I didn't play like my third one. Um, that we'll talk about is, is my most kind of different than the others. I didn't play it at that experience, but just knowing about it and, 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 and then talking about where it's at now. Um, yeah. Yeah. But so I've, I've played all of them, just maybe not at the current, not where I'm talking about here, which I don't think makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I'll say too, I'm the same way. All the games that I picked were games that I've played or have experience with in some way, shape or form. Um, so I, I felt a little bit too easy picking out 
settings that I knew were bad, but I had never played. Like Bloodborne was one. I was like, oh, that's a horrible setting, but I never played Bloodborne. Yeah. So I felt kind of cheap bringing that one up. I'll have to play it first before I ever talk about it, I think. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so I think it's good that we picked games that we had experience in. So, so but uh, we'll go right ahead. So Ryan, you want to take us away and begin on our top picks of the worst yeah settings? yeah and this this one is is the first one is the wasteland from fallout and there's a variety of wastelands mm -hmm. in fallout i think they're all all miserable all miserable oh, yeah. and horrible um everything yeah. is terribly irradiated there's very little food and all the food that is there is either mutated fruits or like in a can of some kind and it's just gonna yeah. taste terrible um everyone is just barely scraping by except Seeming to be a theme, a couple individuals who have large amounts of wealth or are incredibly successful or have exploited others, um, they, they seem to be doing okay, but like the wildlife is incredibly dangerous. The people are incredibly dangerous. I mean, I think the only way that you could survive and be okay is if you're a ghoul, right? Because then you don't have to worry about oh, what yeah. you eat. You don't have to worry about going to places that are irradiated. You can go to places, you can like build a really beautiful house like in a completely unlivable area and just be fine. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But I think I've saved for that, and even then, like your face is falling off. Um, don't you lose your? Don't you lose your? You lose mind your, too. Like, yeah, you do yeah, have. Yeah. You do eventually become feral and murder folks. Uh, that is. That is yeah, true. Okay. Yeah. But but no, nothing new. Nothing. New. Right. 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 And 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 it's it's a slow burn. It's either existing miserably for for a short period of time, or existing okay for a short period of time, and then eating those other people who are existing miserably. And really, then yeah. you're doing them a favor because. Uh, really yeah yeah, yeah. it's kind of like if you let a deer population get out of control but it's the people, <laughs> that's a bad maybe we cut that <laughs> we cut that whole thing <laughs> but, it's the slow burn it's the slow you gotta focus on the slow burn aspect yeah, of this but thing. it's just miserable yes. and terrible and there's everything is gone and it's everyone is hyper fixated on time period the music is good i do enjoy the music oh, other yeah. than that yeah, yeah. miserable all around. I mean, misery really brings about good music. In a it's sense. true. Yeah, that's so, true. So yeah, yeah. So probably all the music in all these places are fantastic. Very good music. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least for my first two, yes, they're very yeah, good music. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. So that's Eric. What about you? How would you feel about living in a wasteland after a nuclear war that has destroyed a, a, every civilization on the face of the earth? Yeah, that'd be a huge bummer when you put it that way. <laughs> yeah. I feel like as we talk <laughs> as we talk about on the show, perspective is everything, right? How we see a situation is really important how we'll kind of like uh, adapt to it mm -hmm. or, you know, learn to thrive in it. Um, but it's really hard to see a positive perspective in a wasteland. We have to like kind of you know, tiptoe around irradiation, and I know I would probably get irradiated right away. Mm -hmm. Or something bad would happen to me. I'd be a crab person or a ghoul or something. Mm -hmm. Um but I would be the, I would try to be the really friendly one, like and become like this like myth and remember like, hey, have you heard that about that nice crab person in the in the boonies that, that you know? And then yeah. it'd be me, like, hey neighbor, and I have like one claw, one claw in my hand, and I just look like a freak. Mm -hmm. You know, I would just be that really nice person. Um, yeah. But no, I would just, I would do awful. I have already decided I would just do awful in these situations. Mm -hmm. Any any post apocalyptic situation, just do not rely on me. Other than probably a food source, I'll be honest with you. I'm a, I'm a very big person. I'm like very tall. Um, I have a lot, <laughs> a lot of like you know. So other than that, though, I just I don't think I could. I don't know if I could do it. I'll be honest. Yeah, I just yeah, I don't know. And all the all the yeah, all the canned goods. Uh, as a as a vegetarian, I just don't think I would do well um, at all. I, I mean, I'd see the the rad the the roach meat rad roach is that what they rad roaches you yeah. know what I'm talking about mm -hmm. yeah yeah the meat and I I I'd probably struggle with that um, I probably would have to do it to survive and I would probably hate every second of it 
Oh. Yeah. Or like you're eating like hundred year old boxes of like freeze dried mashed potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound bad when you, <laughs> when you put it that way. But mashed potatoes wise, you know, if it was something obvious, if it was like, if it was like corn chowder, then yeah, I wouldn't be <laughs> really struggling to open that can up. Really bad. <laughs> really bad. And you know, there'd be that one person that's like, it's like trying to make a roasting rad rad roach meat like a thing like a competition and it's like what are you I, I appreciate you trying to be good about this in this situation like trying to be positive but come on like yeah. is this really what we're gonna do right now with our lives mm-hmm. and they'd be like you know trying to talk about all the spices they put on it and crap and it's like dude food network died a long time ago <laughs> let it go <laughs> we're not trying to i'm not trying to impress right now yeah. but it's just not working so yeah i don't know i think the only way i would enjoy being in the wasteland of fallout is if I had been a bottle cap collector before the fallout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, and you're loaded. Happy. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just loaded like crazy. Uh, but besides that, yeah. There's also the alternative that you were born in a vault, but we eventually found out all those vaults are just ex- like human experiments. Yeah. <laughs> which is also yeah. like terrible. Um, like you, you yeah. have this perfect pristine area, but the purpose of it was to see like what happens if eventually you run out of food or what happens if you all hate each other. Yeah, so I think yeah. all, all bad all the time. Yeah, some of the vaults are awful. Really I don't awful. Exactly. But I remember thinking they're really bad. Yeah. yeah. Who, do we know who owned all the vaults and did the ex- experience? I'm sure they. Uh, Vault Tech is the company, but I don't know a specific person. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It, yeah. It, it, I, I'm pretty sure it was the U.S. government <laughs> was like in charge of Vault Tech and <laughs> distributing those things. But yeah, or they contracted them. Like, why would you even care at that point? I don't understand why anyone would even want to do experiments at that point, mm-hmm. other than if you're just a horrible person. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That's just, that's just me. Yeah. So, yeah, not my first place to ever live in. Mm-hmm. Uh, be pretty awful. Yeah. And I probably would be cool. Yeah. Or a crap person. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, kind of going off, piggybacking off your idea, Ryan. Yeah. Of awful places to live in, because that's the whole point of this. Uh, my first pick is uh, Pandora. Mm. And I feel like I've heard so many times. People are like, man, I would love to live in Pandora. Pandora would be so cool. You know, like on message boards or people talk about Borderlands. And I would love to look that person in the eye and tell them that they're so wrong and they do not mean what they say. Because there's <laughs> no way Pandora from Borderlands, the Borderlands series, is good in any way, shape, or form. There's nothing good. Literally everywhere you turn, there's a lunatic or some wild monster trying to kill you. And it's just awful. The only and that's why that's probably why everyone's so sarcastic. It's all you have. <laughs> you know, like, it's awful. Even the cities are crap. And like it's it's a lot like <laughs> it's a lot like the wastelands actually. <laughs> yeah. In that regard, um, it's just awful. And like I mean, even the even the nicest places. As I was thinking about it, and there are really nice cities in Borderlands, but there's just always crazy man killing robots mm. like walking around the street. Can you imagine trying to leave your apartment? In these nice cities, just to go to the grocery store and having to fight through robots to just to go buy what cereal is it worth it? <laughs> yes, obviously cereal is fantastic, but that's not the point. The point is you have to fight robots to get there, and it's not fun. It's not fun. And then uh, you're living in this post-apocalyptic world. Where are you going to get your milk from? There you go. I don't know what to tell you. I think I mean, as as an oat milk lover as myself, I have evolved to a plane where I don't need cows for my milk. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you may be thinking uh, negatively towards me, but oat milk is fantastic. I just, I, I, if we could get any sponsorships, I would want oat milk. Oh, I'm going no. on a tangent here. Oat milk. Yeah, I mean, Oatly, you're having a really hard time with your image right now. How about sponsoring a very 
not well-known podcast <laughs> to really get that image back up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd be happy to do oat milk ads every, every episode. That'd be the best. I'll chug a carton of oat milk every episode. We'll just get the foley work of you chugging a carton of milk, and just that'll be the intro. <laughs> I gained so much weight. <laughs> it's like, I've gained 20 pounds in a month from all the oat milk I've been chugging. Oh, yeah. Sorry, we're talking about Pandora, not oat milk. And the point is, is that, yeah, unless you are a really cool vault hunter that feels absolutely no sympathy in killing creatures or people... Uh, like all the characters in the game, seemingly, right, who've kind of like, you know, lost it, mm-hmm. uh, I just don't think I would have a very good time. But uh, Ryan, what about you? Pandora, how do you feel about it? No. Uh, and again, there's this really cool <laughs> theme of, like, everyone on Pandora is miserable and hates it. And the only people in this world who enjoy it are the folks with large amounts of money who have, mm-hmm. like, who can have their own personal army to protect them. But save from that, you're you're. It's just it's just a miserable experience. Um, like you said, the the planet itself is incredibly dangerous. The wildlife is incredibly dangerous. They have like these year or or years worth of winter and summer that last. So like the weather is always bad, no matter what. The people yeah. are all just everyone is everyone is, is lost it because um, they've been abandoned and given nothing for long periods of time and trauma messes folks up. Um, oh, unfortunately, yeah, sure. so uh, yeah, it's it's a sad time, sad time for all. But no, no, I would not like to be anywhere on that place or even close to it. Yeah. Or like as we've gone been to the other planets, gone to any of those planets, the whole universe mm-hmm. seems pretty messy, pretty messed up. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Pandora, yeah, really the worst. Place there. Yeah, I think the only places I've, I've enjoyed, quote unquote, enjoyed are like the spaceships that seem pretty chill. Yeah, because <laughs> like literally just spaceships of all your friends. Right, but so it, it's not like anything trying to kill you. But again, you're in the similar thing as like Rapture or Columbia. One thing goes wrong, and you're surrounded <laughs> oh by God, you're by right. space. Oh man, yeah. Okay, no, I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> My friends aren't worth that. No offense. <laughs> That's okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I just. And, and you see how cynical all the characters are, like you're saying. Like the world just messes you up. And I don't think. You, I mean, look at Tiny Tina. Look how messed yeah. up she is. As great as a character as she is, mm-hmm. she's a fantastic. She's like probably the best character in my opinion in Borderlands. I love Tiny Tina the most. Um, but she's like definitely has some something going on out there that is not right, and it's yeah. a lot of trauma. So yeah, no, Pandora would be awful, and um, I would be very interested. And, and see, this is why I'm so excited for more perspectives. I would love people to rebuttal any of these locations and tell us why what they think that we're wrong because i would love to know good reasons why because in my head is all i can see is why these are not good places so any thoughts feelings or perspectives storygoers please let us know you'll get a sticker and validation mm-hmm. i mean what more do you want in life i, I don't know maybe some oat milk i don't know <laughs> yeah. what is your uh second pick so my second pick, and I don't know, this is, again, this is kind of an indie title, but a very well-received one. Um, the Harthian mm-hmm. Solar System from Outer Wilds, um, which, it's a beautiful, the planet you start on on is really beautiful. Um, it's just, like, this these wonderful aliens, and they're spacefaring, and you go off in space, and you meet some other space friends, and you're just exploring this beautiful, interesting galaxy, but every 20 minutes, the entire solar system explodes and everyone dies. Um, and they have no idea this is happening. Uh, you know, in Termia, you know you have three days. These folks, right. they have no idea. Just the, the sun explodes, everyone dies, and you the next day you have no idea what's happened. Um, so that was kind of the big one, is that you're trapped in this time loop of 20 minutes that you have no idea it, it ends. So you're just existing <laughs> for 20 minutes at a time. Then you die and you come back. And maybe you're lucky enough to be the chosen person who isn't, 
who is aware of, of time passing, but then you exist in a world where it, it's 20 minute increments. And yeah, it, it's just not good. It's just, it's no, just a bad no. time. There's a reason why ignorance is bliss. Yeah. And, and that's a really true saying. Mm-hmm. I, I really believe that's yeah. like a, that's a very true saying. Is if I was a person that knew that I was going to die every 20 minutes, I think eventually that stress would just like get to me mm-hmm. and I would just be doing, you know, I think with great power comes I mean, the, the classic Spider-Man trope with great power comes great responsibility. And, you know, in all the good ways that can happen, it can happen in all the bad ways, too. When you have absolute power, you can do whatever you want to, knowing that in 20 minutes you're going to die anyway. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of things that can happen in 20 minutes that are awful things you can do when you're gone through enough trauma and just can't, you know, think straight anymore. And that's not a good excuse by any means, but, like, it's that's a lot of pressure to know, you know. And so... And so in this game, actually, I never played Outer Wilds, mm-hmm. but it was just announced on that awful Nintendo Sounds, Direct the yeah, other day. To come to it's Switch. coming to Switch, so mm-hmm. I think about, I think I'm going to get that. So, but the person that's in the the main character of this game, do they know they're constantly coming back to life? Yeah, because they they okay. their 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 memory somehow persists. Um, Ooh, is it like a story trope? Um, it's oh, good. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Never no, mind. no, but uh, <laughs> but it's it's yeah, it's really interesting, and and and. and you are responsible for solving this issue that's killing everybody you know in the entire and everybody that exists in the entire universe every twenty minutes, um, yeah. and every time you don't do that, they all die and you die. Um, so it's just a lot of no pressure. pressure. Uh, and, and again, <laughs> if you're if you're not those people, if you're not the person who gets to remember all this, you get to exist for twenty minutes and then and then die over and over and over without knowing why or when or what's going on until eventually it stops, but you would have no experience of that. Um, and it's just mm-hmm. like. It's just a spooky place. Like, the universe is just both because you're constantly in space and surrounded by space, and that's spooky, but just mm-hmm. it's the, this particular universe is also spooky stuff. Yeah, yeah. It sounds, it, that sounds like a very monumental task to accomplish. Uh, and obviously 20 minutes. Just and you only have 20 only minutes to do so it. You <laughs> only have 20 minutes to figure out how to save the universe from below. From, and, and it's the sun that's exploding. So you have 20 minutes to, fi- to stop the sun from exploding. Um, oh, Good luck. Yeah, yeah, it's a challenge. Yeah. It's a challenge. Yeah. Link really needs to just shut up. <laughs> he had three days. It's like, you know, three, you have 72 hours, man. You can do this, okay? Yeah. Not having 20 minutes in the sun. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What a 12-year-old thing to do, complain about that. Right. I think he's 12. Maybe he's kind of, I forget. Uh, but it has um, beautiful music. There's some some beautiful characters, some beautiful music. So you do get to enjoy that. But yeah, it's all, all fleeting. Okay. Everything for 20, for 20 minutes and all is, all is fleeting. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's why I picked that because I think no matter how, wherever you land on that spectrum, it's, it's not, not a good, no good. Yeah, yeah. I think space is always a place that people love the idea of going to, but, I, I, okay, yeah, I, I, you're shaking your head, but Ryan is adamantly shaking his head <laughs> yeah. left and right and not in agreement. Yeah. I think for some people, space is this grandiose, I think they would like to go to. Um, and I think space and its idea and concept are very cool. I mean, obviously it's a real thing, so I say concept, but I think, you know, when you think of space, it's like this really cool, you can't think it's this really cool thing. Uh, but the idea of actually going to space is terrifying. I, I don't think I would ever really truly want to go to space. Uh, maybe the moon if I had the, the, the choice, but never anything further than that. Mars Mars looks like the worst. I don't ever want to. I saw what happened to Matt Damon. He used his poop to grow potatoes <laughs> to live. I don't want that lifestyle. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I can I can totally see why that would, in, in uh, Outer Wilds, how that's a huge... Um, stressful situation and i would never want that either yeah 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 but eric uh tell me about your your second 
Oh, your second? Yeah, your second setting. Yeah. My second setting is pretty obvious. These, my last two are pretty obvious ones once you hear them, because it's just like, yeah, duh. So maybe they're kind of, uh, you know, too easy to pick, but at the same time, it's like, how could you not pick these two? So for my uh, second one, I picked literally the whole world in The Last of Us. Uh, and, you know, if you play The Last of Us, you know, it's literally the worst. Everything would suck. Uh, not only are you constantly just trying to survive, but you're just trying not to be bitten too. And that's awful. Can you imagine, like, okay, in all the ways to die, hear me out. <laughs> Before I say, hear me out. In all the ways to die. Like, obviously getting shot is awful. Obviously getting stabbed is awful. But what's the worst one? Getting bit. That has to be, like, the worst, like, like physical, like, like pain. Not, okay, not the worst. That's being set on fire, I think, is the worst. This podcast has really taken a turn, and I think it's my fault. Uh, but being bitten has to be, like, the one of the worst ways to go out. Especially with your neck. Oh, like, I have a hard enough time shaving my neck, alone thinking about getting bitten on my neck in the worst way possible. Uh, yeah. And so your constant fear of getting bitten and killed and turned into one of these awful fungi creatures, um, clickers, uh, and also losing loved ones, right? I feel like everyone's loved ones are just constantly being taken from them in this game at all times. And granted, this is a story-based game, so you know you have to have some kind of like tragedies happening to kind of you know get some human feelings going on. But still, it suck a lot. What's cool about the world in The Last of Us, I think, is that a lot of times we have examples of how nature has been reclaiming Earth. And I love, I, I for some reason, it's kind of a cool this cool idea in my mind that you know it's I, when you see trees and the roots have overtaken the ground that you know or the asphalt that was laid on them and the roots can still come up over them and take it back i think those are really cool things to see how like the earth will never stop trying to almost kind of reclaim it from us you know these you know we've built these amazing cities we always have to constantly repair them because of the weather because of, of, of nature and it's just so that in itself is really cool uh but having no internet would suck a lot <laughs> Yeah. Like having yeah. to survive through this. It's like the Middle Ages, but with zombies. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, yeah. It's a lot like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and just trying to survive. I, I mean, if anyone has seen The Road, the movie The Road, Ugh. that's yeah. kind of the, yeah, the gist of, of the world of The Last of Us. And no one wants to end up in someone's basement as food. Mm. Just saying. No. The, road's a, the road's a hard one to watch. I remember, sorry, it's a total side note, I probably mentioned this before when we talked about The Last of Us, but I, just, I went to, I, and actually this, you were there too, Ryan. Like we went to a, a friend's house and the row was just on and, and i just went to go hang out with you guys and i didn't know what this movie was and i just remember just like i just wasn't prepared for the no, road i just bro. wasn't i wasn't Traumatic. prepared i almost wanted yeah. to hit the road because it was yeah. just too much sometimes i'm just trying to i was trying to hold it because I'm, I'm a scary little baby man when it comes to watching things that are scary and, and kind of just very deep and like you know a little heavy um so that was a hard one to get through and not look like i was gonna fall apart <laughs> watching it yeah it's, that's a tough one Good movie, though. Yeah. Good movie, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Also, my last note for this uh, in The Last of Us. I, I, this might have been said in The Last of Us 2, so minor spoiler. Just like ever so slightly spoiler. There's not to anything in the story, more about the world, but it is mentioned that coffee is very scarce, and so mm. you can get the trade for it. If someone has never found you the trade for it, you have to trade like a, 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 you know, a decent thing to, for this coffee. And as someone who's completely head over heels addicted to coffee, I would just have the worst time. Imagine the migraines trying to get off that, <laughs> all that caffeine I drink. Yeah. It'd be the worst. Not only am I trying to get rid of these zombies or trying to stay away from these zombies, I'm having just these a awful migraines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'd be my nightmare. <laughs> Ryan, do you think you would do well in the world of The Last of Us? How do you... No. If you had to compare between The Last of Us... Or, I don't know, Pandora. 
Last of Us or Pandora? Which one sounds worse to you? I think The Last of Us, just because The the, the yeah. Last of Us is more familiar, right? There, it, it isn't me going to a terrible place. It's a terrible thing coming to me and invading my yeah. world and space. And just the idea of, like, not only being bitten, but being bitten and then turning into these creatures. And I don't know how much awareness you have or control you have. Like, if you're yeah, still yeah. in there, right? Like, somewhere, but you're obviously your mortal functions have been taken over by this fungus. That just is, like, the most terrifying, that, like, not only did you have this slow, painful bite that either kills you or this fungus just takes over your body and you are inside watching as it moves you through the world. It's just the most terrifying. And, yeah, just yeah. scarcity is miserable. Um, the, the having to fight to survive is really tough and miserable. And I think there you can find some some version of happiness there, but because everybody is, is also fighting to survive, it, it, it isn't going to last, I don't think. Um, right, unless right. you get some kind of larger structure, but yeah, it's rough times. Yeah. What we need in the world of The Last of Us is just really big, rich people. Yeah, that they would come and help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. As we've seen in the other examples, that just never goes wrong. Right, 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 right. If there's, we have a couple people in charge of all the wealth, they can properly distribute it and make sure everybody has what they need. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. And, and I'm, I'm really hoping that storygoers understand sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be labeled as <laughs> one percenters, <laughs> apologetists, or apologizers, whatever you call them. Yeah. No one wants that. Yeah. Distribute the wealth, cowards. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. Um, <laughs> uh, so, Ryan, we're on to our last ones. Yeah. Uh, what is your last worst location in video games? This one, this is one that's a little bit different. Um, so, the infinite universe of No Man's Sky, specifically when it first came out, um, it was going to be this place where you could just make your own stories and explore endlessly, and it was interesting and different. And then once you kind of experienced it, you found that this this infinite world that had, you know, as many permutations as you can imagine just ended up feeling empty and lifeless. Um, the, the worlds themselves were barren. You'd see a couple trees, but other than that, they were completely, completely empty and maybe some strange creatures. Um, and then they were so vast and the people were so few that you almost very, you would never interact with anybody. You would just be wandering these empty planets for eternity, mining and gathering to build things for who knows why. Um, yeah. and that, that just feels like existentially miserable, um, <laughs> as an, as an experience. Um, and, and I will say just to preface it, it, it as an experience, as a game, it got much better in a lot of ways. Like in these worlds are more interesting now, but specifically when it first came out, it was just so empty and it, it just wasn't a good place to tell a story or be engrossed in a story. Cause there's a story in there. It wasn't, it wasn't engaging or interesting. Um, and then also the world was empty and kind of lifeless and, and boring and uninteresting. So it, this one's a little bit different. It's going at it from a different angle, but, um, yeah, that, that was my, that's my, that's my last one. Oh, actually, I don't, did you announce the name of it? And oh, it No Man's Sky. Yeah, No Man's Sky at launch. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, hope, I, want, I hope someone like, was able to guess it before yeah, yeah, you announced yeah. it. I wonder if they yeah. put the pieces together. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah, No Man's Sky at launch. It was, it was just a really rough... And they've done an incredible job of adding more stuff to it for free. Um, mm -hmm. And to where it's a really fun, engrossing world and interesting. And the story is interesting and engaging now. Um, but at launch, it, when it first came out, it was just... It, the story was, it was not engaging, and I didn't want to engage with it because I didn't want to be in the world anymore because it was just so empty and boring. Right, right. There's nothing there. to work towards for anybody. What's the point of working towards? Anything? Yeah, yeah, and, and there was just it, this big idea of here's this, this, this 
infinitely large universe with which you can exist in, but there's nothing for you to see and there's nothing for you to do. It's just... Uh, yeah, that sounds awful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's miserable. But yeah, that's my that's my last one. It's, it's, it was kind of a different one. I went at it at a different angle, but... I like that perspective, though. That's a really... It's very different than the games I obviously picked mm-hmm. and some of the games you picked also. Yeah. Like, the idea of there not being something that isn't this impending doom or this aspect that's, like, kind of impending and, like, weighing down on you. It's that there's really nothing... Yeah. ...to, like... To, for anything to strive towards, to interact with. Like, it's just nothing. And, yeah, that sounds very daunting in itself. I don't know what's worse. I don't know the idea of having this uh, overwhelming negative thing in your life or absolutely nothing mm-hmm. you know i don't know what's worse that sound they sound equally as awful right right i mean at yeah. least maybe with maybe when there's this overwhelming evil thing that maybe that there are some good and bad in there like there's this big great terrible thing happening but maybe there's some positives in there when there's just nothing to experience there's just emptiness that you, you don't get those lows but you also don't get those those highs it's just vast yeah. emptiness of, of the of the universe yeah I will say for the vast emptiness thing, you don't have to worry about bites. No. And that's that's something. That's positive. You do have to fly to in in your spaceship to you know, you have to go into space to get to between those places. So we're going back to that mm-hmm. surrounded by um dangerous environments thing. No pots full of of excrement and no bites no. in no. no man's sky. And that sounds that sounds pretty nice to me. I don't know about yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, of these, you're the least likely that you're going to be outright killed, uh, unless there's like a, yeah, yeah. a failure of your your spaceship or you you crash or something. Does that happen in the game? Can you actually crash with your ship? Yeah, time? you 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 steer your ship, so you could you could certainly smash oh, into no. stuff and blow it up and run into asteroids and all that kind of stuff. Oh gee, okay, that sounds pretty bad too. But I'm pretty sure in 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 lore you get resurrected and brought back. Um, oh, okay. So like. You're you're not actually dying, but also that you're not experiencing. You're this like weird weird alien thing, but it's a whole thing. <laughs> Who isn't a weird Who alien isn't? thing? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> We're Who all is? kind of weird alien things at the end of the day. That's right. That's right. Um, Eric, the most maybe the most terrifying of all the settings that we've talked about. Yeah. The one that I think I would least like to be in, just because similar to you, I'm a big scaredy baby boy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Would you like to go into your last one? Yeah, this one is the first one that came to my mind when we were talking about it. It's like literally uh, the worst place I think I've ever had. I think it's like the worst setting I've I've ever had to play in a video game. And I'm not saying it's a like uh, it's a. I'm not saying like the the team did a bad job with it. They did too good of a job with the setting because it's so scary and awful. Like the world of Last of Us, I think is like is much better. I would live in the world of the Last of Us before I ever lived in this next one that I picked. So. Uh, I will. How about this? I'll I'll see if Storygirls can guess it. Uh, very tight quarters, monsters everywhere. Uh, a girlfriend you can never seem to find, <laughs> or a partner you can never seem to find, um, uh, and you're just kind of by yourself and in constantly doing tasks you don't want to do. Any guesses? Storygirls, you guess yet? Okay, I don't. Know, I can't tell. Them, so so uh, my third one that I picked was the USG Ishimura, the spaceship that uh, is the setting for the game Dead Space. Why this one is, I think, the worst one. As Ryan also said, we are both scared little baby men. Um, this is the worst place because it is like a literal hell. Like it is like just the worst. So again, closed spaces. There's no place to hide in this th- in this spaceship at all. Uh, there are monsters everywhere. They are in the vents of the walls. They are underneath the floorboards. They're above you in the ceilings. Awful, awful stuff. 
Uh, in my notes, I just wrote nope, 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 uh, because it's just awful. <laughs> no, no, no good about it. Um, an aspect I thought was very interesting is that, so in the game, if you don't know, the monsters are called necromorphs, and they are the kind of mutilated corpses of all your crewmates on the ship, or all people in this corporation that work on the spaceship. Uh, so think of it in terms of, so all your coworkers that already annoy you at work have now even become even more annoying and want to kill you. That sounds awful. That's bad. That's a bad time. Uh, any coworkers that might be listening to this podcast that somehow found this and know that I'm here, I'm not talking, I don't think you're annoying at all. I'm not winking at my co-host my, my right now. Uh, you're great. You're a fan, co- co-worker from my work. You're great. You're a great person. Uh, even if you were a monster trying to kill me, I would uh, still never think anything negatively about you. You can't hear winking in the podcast, so that's good. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's great. And I, here's, my, here's my little joke. Uh, this would give a whole new meaning to peer lunches uh, because... You know, you're lunch, you'd be lunch for your peers. You get it? Peer, peer lunch. Okay, cool. I hope you, hopefully you laughed at that. I hope it's a good one. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Oh, yeah, it's needed. Yeah, it's a good one. But, like, literally, when I played Dead Space, it gave me such a dread. of and not, not because of the monsters I had to face. It was just the unknown of the setting. Like, yeah. I didn't know what was going to come out. I couldn't. There's no place to go because you're in these tight corridors. You're in these tight spaces. And there's just nowhere to kind of go. So the idea of, like... Say in The Last of Us, where you're in these buildings, and granted, you're still in these tight quarters, but you have places to kind of run away to or to dive into or, you know, places to kind of hide and, and cover. But for the USG Ishimura in Dead Space, there is nowhere to hide. You have to fight or you die. And again, they bite you in yeah. awful, awful ways. Yeah, uh, sure and you do. don't, and, you know, and then you turn into these things. And granted, I think when you compare clickers and necromorphs, they're both pretty bad, but I would say necromorphs might be slightly worse because you kind of like all like become disconjointed and you know your bones become spikes and yeah it's awful it's awful 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 so i think that'd be literally the worst place uh ever i would take pandora in a heartbeat yeah. or a moon that crashes into me in three days over the usg ishimura at least yeah. you have three days it's just... it, yeah 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 <laughs> or, or like rather have three nice days or, or like 20 nice minutes. You know what I mean? It's still <laughs> yeah. better than... Yeah. I would take 20 nice minutes over over three days in the USG two more. I would yeah. take 20 nice minutes in space just to do my thing. Um, there's so many things you can do in space in 20 minutes that you, you no one else could say they did. You know? Yeah. Could you eat a sandwich in space? How many people can say that? Besides right. Any astronauts here? No. <laughs> so, so yeah, you wish to more. I think is just uh, the worst. Ryan, do you have any experience playing Dead Space? Did you play the game and were you in the setting at all? Um, so my my I mean my experience with it is us playing the. It wasn't in the Ishimura, but us playing Dead Space together, um, and and oh, going through that. Right. Misery, I think it was Dead Space three. But with the Ishimura, yes. I've seen yes. I've seen I've seen the space, and just again the fact that you're trapped in this ship. Right. Whereas in Borderlands, you can you can escape to the wilderness and you're gonna fight monsters, but it, you can always run away somewhere. Um, you're 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 absolutely trapped in this tin can, and, and if and if a big enough hole is made, you die because then you're out in space. So it's just no yeah. matter what, yeah. you're 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 in a really rough spot. And 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 I'm pretty sure the ship itself is like actively falling apart or damaged because there's no one to run it or maintain it. So even if you were to find somewhere to hide eventually the place is just going to collapse or fall apart or explode. Um, so, you, yeah, so like yeah. you said, you have to go into this world to escape it, and that's just insurmountable, I think, for me. Yeah, I mean, and actually going back to our, our outer space talk, in this in Dead Space, you had to go out into outer space <laughs> yeah, to yeah. fix things and to blow off these giant monsters off the side of these ships, and that's not a good time no. either. Like, what if something happens, you know? I mean, yeah, it's it's just all around 
a bad time. Um, yeah, I just I, I don't see there is a part spoilers for Dead Space if you haven't played and you ever want to if you ever want to be surprised go for it don't, just click like I don't know a minute ahead because I talk too much uh, <laughs> there is a point in the game where you're in these like mines I believe on a planet down below you and off the USG Shimura and there is just waves and waves of Dekkenwarfs coming out at you and you have, and, and they just don't stop they, they they will keep going after you in this game until you get this rock to a certain spot this marker to a certain spot on the map and it is just awful it gives me so much dread to even think about it i put that scheme down for half a year before i ever went back to it before i had the courage <laughs> to go back to it i have funny stories about this game about my personal life and trying to play dead space and just the difficult times i had with the game i mean actually it's like my favorite horror game if i had to pick a favorite horror game it would be dead space just because the the feelings that invoke inside of me when i play this game are just astronomical sometimes. No pun intended, because it takes place in space. <laughs> <I say> astronomical. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, Dead Space. Uh, yeah. I would say any of the games are pretty awful in, in setting wise because they're so scary. But the USG Shimura, just because of how tight space it is and how just dreadful it is at all moments, just when you think you have a way to get off, you're stuck on the ship again, and it's just awful, awful, awful. Yeah, yeah. But that is our uh, yeah our, our DLC five worst settings <laughs> episode yeah uh, and for the third time storygoers if you have any thoughts feelings or perspectives on any of the settings that we brought up or ones that you think trump our own if you think there's one that's worse than USG Shimura uh, please let us know we would love to to kind of break that down and see your perspectives because that is a lot of fun to do tales in the cartridge at gmail.com all of the e's are threes. Okay, pretty straightforward. We'll put we put it all in our posts too, uh, so you can just hopefully see it and you'll know exactly how to email us. Comment on our post, DM us, let us know, and then if you feel comfortable giving us your address, we would be happy to send you a sticker and a funny little note. Um, probably something about Gabe Newell adding us to Portal Three or something funny. Yeah. That's an old joke that if you heard, then you'll be in. I don't know if we're <laughs> relevant enough to really have inside jokes yet. But we, I think we, 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 could, we could. become irrelevant even in our own in our own jokes, our own our own old <laughs> our own old inside jokes. We've now moved fast, so we're even old in our own jokes. <laughs> somehow, somehow we've done it. I think the worst setting, Ryan, to bring back this old old uh, inside joke, the worst setting is the fact that we live in a world where Gabe Newell has not offered us a, a right. voiceover job in Portal. <laughs> Three, yeah, and we all know what's being made in this in this day and age because mm-hmm. I think Steam said recently they're making games, and by golly, if Portal Three is being made, we need, <laughs> we need in. in yeah, we need in. Mm-hmm. Gabe, you know how to find us. We sent you our email many times. <laughs> yeah, I got we got the cease and desist, and we're not listening. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, send us uh, story girl, Send us your thoughts, feelings, and perspectives. Uh, we'd be happy to send you a cool sticker in return, and we'd love to break down those thoughts feelings and perspectives uh and see what you think please i mean if anyone thinks that the usg Ishimura would be a cakewalk compared to something else i, I want to hear that yeah i want to hear that yeah story. i would love to hear that one i really would because uh, i would probably disagree but in a very polite way mm-hmm. but then again you never know maybe you convince me otherwise i could totally see it maybe mm-hmm. it's a game i can't think of that would be absolutely worse i don't know yeah so yeah but uh besides that we hope everyone's doing well staying safe out there um wear your mask please mm-hmm. uh you know and not, not just for your sake, but for other people's too. I know it's not fun. I'm pretty sure my nose, my mask is making my nose a little crooked. <laughs> I swear. I never noticed yeah. my nose being crooked. So that's something that all... Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at myself in this, in this call and I'm like, oh my God. Is it? <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's just the little things that help out everyone. So be safe, be kind to one another, and we will see you in the next episode.
拜拜。